Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Junkies 106.7 The Fan. Denton Day and Toby Altsizer filling in for the Junks. They are back on Tuesday. Toby, I was just telling you during the break, and sometimes the break conversations deserve to be brought. 100%. I met the Junkies when I was in college because I won a rigged contest. (laughs) We don't necessarily do, to my knowledge, this could be wrong, but they don't do contests like that here anymore. You know, post How was it rigged? So it was a contest that was put on by a Valley League baseball team named the Aldi Senators, which no longer exists. The Aldi Senators exist. They are now the name of a travel team. Okay. But at the time, it was a Valley League baseball team who, by the way, fun fact, guy that played in the Valley League baseball team way before I worked there was Danny Ruye. We were talking about that last week. So this team won, ran a contest. It was in an effort to raise money and to fundraise, and they had a couple of different options for uh, packages, right? You could go hang out with the guys on PTI. At the time, LeVar Arrington was on the air here, so you could go meet Dukes and LeVar, or you could come meet the sports junkies. It was rigged because I was an intern for the team. <laughs> Which, if you have ever listened to a competition that we run here, you cannot be an employee with. No. It's like wickedly illegal. Yes. There's a lot of lawsuits that come if something like that happens. You cannot do it. A Valley League baseball team does not have near as many HR hurdles to jump through. So I won the thing because they kind of like didn't get enough people in the sweepstakes. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. yeah. Like there just there just wasn't a ton of people and everybody knew I wanted to do this as a career i'd already done fill in for the junks yes fill in for the junks they're like you know what seven years from now (laughs) you're gonna be filling in for them i say seven it was like 10 but 10 years from now you're gonna be filling in for the junkies but no so like nobody so two people won they picked pti and then dukes and lavar and they're like well we know that you want to do radio so we held this for you we just didn't give it out so you get to go meet the junkies. I was like, oh, sick. This is great. So I worked that team in the summer. In January of 2015, my dad and I woke up very similar to the hours that the three of us woke up this morning, which as a college student was very rough. Very much break, so, I'm sure. Yes. What you do on break as a college student is sleep. 100%. And we drove to Lanham, Maryland, where uh, th- this uh, not scrawny individual, but at the time, this very sleepy individual with a beanie 
uh, came down to the door <laughs> and opened it up to let us in. I now know that got to be drab t-shirt. Didn't know him then, but that's drab t-shirt. He let us in, and we sat in a side studio where Rob Schneider came in for the show, and then randomly Bruce Allen called into the show. And nice. my dad and I are sitting in, I guess, what at the time was the production studio, just big-eyed, like, this is sick. This is amazing. And then for the final segment, they let us sit in the studio, which at the time was the coolest thing ever. As we are now professionals in this industry, do you know how weird it would be for a father and a son to be sitting at the head of this table right now, Toby, just watching us? Like, we weren't allowed on air. We were literally just sitting in the studio watching. Yeah, it'd be a little uncomfortable. It's yeah, what it would be. A little uncomfortable. <laughs> My dad and I are thinking, this is kind of cool. And I'm sure they're thinking, like, why are we doing this? Why are these two guys in here? Surely this guy is going to be nothing. But little did they know, he, 10 years later, he'd be filling in for them so they can sleep in on it President's It worked out. Day. It worked out. They, uh, they granted your wish. So, so to the junkies, you're welcome. <laughs> so if, if Denton never met you 10 years ago, you wouldn't have had the day off on President's Day. Is that what you're trying that's, to say? That's what I'm trying to say. Me and my red vineyard vine sweater with a bad haircut. I dressed all nice. I was like, you got to dress to impress. Yeah, absolutely. And literally all of them were in sweats. And uh, we're all dressed to impress today and here, of course. So, I, right. I have shorts on right now because I'm going to run after the show. <laughs> so, so little did we know. Ten years. Big difference. Big difference. Big difference for you. Now I get to wake up and do the show. Hey, it's awesome. Never take it for granted. Never, ne never, never take it for granted. You know, I actually haven't even told Jarab that story. I probably should. I think you would like that. I think you would. Yeah. Well, he knows now if he's listening. Yeah. Yeah. We are supposed to hit the skins here and talk a little bit of quarterback. But now I have kind of uh, hijacked the segment to the point where we're in no man's land. We can hit the skins for four minutes or I can uh, filibuster for four minutes. I'm always, you. A, I'm always a fan of filibustering. Yeah, Mac, Mac's a big filibuster guy. Big filibuster guy. I love just filling time, filling air, talking about nothing. It's the best. You know what I had over the weekend? So I went to a wedding over mm -hmm. the weekend. Um, very nice ceremony out in Leesburg. A lot of potholes in Leesburg. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. A lot of potholes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I go to this wedding, right? They had these massive cookies. I'm like, what are these cookies? They were... Uh, I think the company, they're in D.C. It's uh, Levian, I think is what the company. Have you guys heard of Levian cookies? I no, have not, no. Before, no. they are like these massive, they're like softballs, but cookies. What are we talking, chocolate chip? So they, they had, there were six flavors. There was chocolate chip, double, double chocolate chip, chocolate peanut butter, but they're like literally the size of softballs. They're just these massive cookies. I didn't know if anyone was, I'd never heard of them until this weekend. I have not. And my girl was like, yeah, like, these are like big famous cookies in D.C. I was like, well, I've lived in D.C. I don't live in D.C. But I've lived in the DMV for a while. I've never, I've never heard of these things. They were very, they were very, very good. So the question I have, because this was a debate that Grant and Danny had had a while ago about cookies. Mm -hmm. Are you the guy that wants them kind of crunchy? No, they got to be hot. I want it soft. soft in the middle. I want it soft. I want to pull apart and see just chocolate. Yes. Like a Correct. cheese pull with chocolate yes. is what I need in my life. And so how were they? Were they kind of that style? No, they were. Um, so with weddings, it's very weird to get things hot. Yeah. When you're catering that kind of thing. Like you can get like the hot food that's on location. So they were they were room They were very good. Were they, they were, soft though? They were still soft. Yeah, okay, they were still yeah, soft. Yeah. There's so there's so much ingredients in these cookies to where they have to they have to be soft like they they don't uh, 
stiffen up unless you like pop in the freezer. Sure. Yeah. I, I prefer a soft cookie. I don't know how I think Grant's take was he likes them to be like crunch, like crispy, crunchy. He's like almost talk like it's steak. He wants it well done. I'm like, no, you want it soft in the Wait. middle. Does Grant Paulson like his steaks well done? No, I don't know that he likes his steaks well done. I'm just saying, like, he liked his his take on cookies was he wanted them to be, like, the the crispy, the crunchy. I, I don't understand that. Yeah. Like, and I want a chocolate chip cookie that I don't need it to be not cooked, even though I'll eat raw cookie dough. I don't know where you stand on that. I don't do raw cookie But dough. I don't need it to be, like, completely undercooked. But I like it to be soft and falling apart a little bit and nice and warm. I'm all for that. I need I need a warm cookie. Um, so I wanted a filibuster here, Toby. This was not planned. This was not planned. But there's a caller on the line that wants to give me my flowers. And if I am uh, reading this name correctly, I think I'm going to huddle up here. August in Ashburn. August, what's up, man? Dead ten, my man. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I just had to call. Uh, I heard... So I, I woke up this morning, I got in my truck real quick, and I was heading to uh, my local community center to actually swim some laps. And I, I turned on thinking, you know, the junks must be off the radio this morning. Let me just see what they're playing. Sure enough, it was you. So I just wanted to call in and say how cool it is that I get to uh, turn on my local sports talk radio and hear the guy that I used to work with and huddle up with back in the uh, the summer gym days at summer camp. Yeah, is is the local community center that you're going to a LTFCAMP local facility? Uh, no, it is a Ashburn Village Pavilion. That's probably way better. Probably less annoying kids with their parents. Am I right there? <laughs> because I, you and I were put through a little bit of hell. By some Ashburn parents in the uh, the time of was it like 2014? There's uh, there's definitely a correlation. I'd say <laughs> the the parents haven't changed much. I just kind of became closer in age. Well, my friend, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate. It. I hope you're doing well. Go swim some laps for us. Swim an extra one just for us. All right. Yeah, man. You keep doing your thing. I uh, I hope to continue hearing you on this station. Always put the smile on my face. Hey, I appreciate it, man. As long as the junks need time off, uh, Denton Day and Toby Altsizer <laughs> yeah, will be we here got you. to fill in. That's what we're here for. The holiday I, boys. I was not expecting that, but that was very cool because he and I used to talk about sports when we should have been watching people's children at summer camp. <laughs> I don't know if you ever worked at summer camp before. I Toby. have worked at a summer camp before. It is a unique experience. A very you unique experience. a lot experience. about yourself and a lot about people. When dealing mm-hmm. with other human beings' kids. Yes, 100%. All right, so we promised we're going to hit the skins. We will now do that when we get back. My filibustering is over. Cliff Kingsbury had some really interesting comments about the quarterback position, what he's looking for moving forward. That got all the commander's Twitter in a little bit of a tiff. We respond to that when we get back. It's the Sports Junkies, Denton Day, Toby Altsizer, in for the junks on our President's Day on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Sports Junkies, 106.7 The Fan, also on the Team 980, streaming live in Richmond. Junks are out. Denton Day, Toby Altsizer, we are in on this President's Day. Happy President's Day to those that observe or that celebrate. I don't know what you do for celebrating President's Day, Toby, but to those that do, congratulations. Sleeping Uh, in, I guess. Yeah, sleeping in and enjoying the day off. You got it off. Enjoying the day off, yeah. Again, there's no real sports that are dedicated to today, so... Like, what's the point? I did find out that hockey is being played early. There you There's go. A hockey game at 12 and 1 and kind of periodic throughout the day, but it's not every team is playing. Yeah, well, I mean. Hockey is also a Canadian sport. <laughs> yeah, so they don't have a president. So. so, yeah. Anyway, we're hitting the skins. It's the junks. We're hitting the skins here with Denton Day, Toby Altsizer. You can hit us up on Twitter at the Denton Day, at Toby underscore Altsizer. Um, so, it's been a very busy offseason, this offseason for the Commanders, and I feel like, Toby, it's finally started to settle down a little bit, which it's settled down in uh, right on time to ramp back up again for the Combine coming up at the end of the month, and then ultimately the NFL draft. Biggest question, what is going to happen at the quarterback spot? There are still some people, I don't know how they exist, but they do, that are confident that Sam Howell is the guy and that Washington should not draft a quarterback and go for Sam Howell. Ew. Yuck. So I like Sam Howell. I really do. And I still think that he can be a solid quarterback in this league. The problem is they're drafting second overall, Denton. If they're drafting 10th, if they're drafting 12th, we could have the conversation. Because then you're in the range where you're not getting Jaden Daniels, you're not getting Drake May, you're not getting Caleb Williams. That also means that you won games down the stretch. Exactly. And so that'd be something we could have a conversation with if they were drafting there. They're not. You're drafting second overall. You're going to be in the conversation for one of those top three guys, and honestly, all top three guys, because I still think, and we can discuss this a little bit more here in just a little bit, but I still think that trading up has to be on the table. I still think they could move up and get Caleb Williams. So you could be in play for all of those guys, and as much as I like Sam Howell, I think all three of those guys are an upgrade. So I don't see why when you're in a position where you don't have to mortgage the future to upgrade the quarterback position, the most important position on the field, why would you not take that chance? So I, to me, you know, I, I've talked about this before. There's really four options when you're at a pick. It's take a 
quarterback at the pick and stay there at two, take something else other than quarterback at two, which is off the table for me, trade up to one and get Caleb Williams, or trade down. And trading down is off the table for me as well. I'm either taking Drake May or Jaden Daniels at two, or I'm taking Caleb Williams at one. That's the two options for me. The trading down has never made sense to me in this current iteration of the exactly. team. Because you need, you need to solve the quarterback. And I understand the concept of you want as many draft picks as you can possibly manage, but at a certain point, you have to use them. Correct. Like, you have to use those draft picks. It's a little different. Like, in the NBA, you could get, an, get all those draft picks and then trade them for a superstar. That's not really how the NFL works. So, like, yeah, you might have... You might be gathering a bunch of draft picks, but you still need a quarterback. And it'd be one thing, too, if they hadn't already acquired picks. They traded Chase Young. Right. They traded Montez Sweat for picks. I know they're not first-rounders, but you you acquired stuff already. And it's not like, again, I think the conversation's totally different and our mindset's totally different if they're picking six, seven spots later. They're not. They're picking second overall. And so the idea that you can just run it back with Sam is foolish to me when you look at the guys that are available. If this is a draft where, you know, Kenny Pickett was the top guy, then yeah, we can have that conversation. Then you trade back. But you're looking at a draft where you've got three guys that might all be better than anyone coming out next year's class. Yeah. So it's not like you can even say trade back, take a guy, uh, maybe a, a guy that doesn't necessarily work out, whatever the case may be, but look at next year's draft. No. This is the year to take a quarterback. You stay at two or you move up to one and you take a guy. Right. I would. So the only difference between you and I right now, the team should not move up to number one. There's nothing. I think Caleb Williams is a very good player, but I look at the history of Adam Peters. What was the biggest mistake over the past five years that they've made in the draft? Sure. Trey Lance. They moved heaven and earth to get Trey Lance. We have been told by reports that it would take an iconic kind of deal for Chicago to move off number one overall. So, here's my thing with that. Because you hear historic, right, is yes. what I think the word that was used. I don't believe, you could correct me if I'm wrong, I think I've looked through all of it, I didn't see it. No one's ever moved from two to one. Correct. So, technically, any trade's going to be historic. So Technically, yes. I, I don't. When you say historic, moving from two to one in itself is historic. So, getting the second overall pick, as well as, say, a second rounder, and maybe next year's first. If you're Chicago and you're not taking Caleb Williams, that's historic in itself. You essentially got a first and a second rounder for free. Yes, but here's why I think Washington would be in a bad spot there. That would make sense for the commanders if they were the only team that was trying to trade up. Sure. Does that make sense? Because I think there's going to be other teams. Like if If this pick is truly on the market, which I don't really think that it is, but if it is truly on the market, there's going to be a team like Vegas, Atlanta, any of these teams that need a quarterback that could present a way better offer than Washington could. So you're effectively bidding against teams that would be willing to provide significantly more. That's my biggest fear. Like it would be nice because Chicago would then get to get the number two overall pick. They probably draft Marvin Harrison if they're going to keep Justin Fields. And that's my point right there. That would that would be the most logical standpoint. But if you look at a team, I mean, pull up the let me pull up the draft order here, just so I'm I'm. Um... Well, and real quick off of that, because I think you bring up a good point there. It, it does turn into a bit of a bidding war, and that can be where Washington may have to give up more than you'd like. So I can understand that. 
my thing is, if you're Chicago, what are you trading down for? Do you want Marvin Harrison Jr.? Then if you start trading down to eight, you're not getting Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. You know, they could be fine taking Roma Dunze. Who knows if he's there at eight? They could be fine with Malik Neighbors. So maybe they're fine with any of those receivers. But my point is, if you look at it and you say, you're Chicago, you're going to stick with Justin Fields. You're not taking Caleb Williams. You want to trade out of the pick. Do I really want to trade all the way down to eight? I already have the ninth pick. So mm-hmm. I can still get someone solid there. Do I really want to trade all the way down there and miss out on this receiver that's viewed as generational when I can just move down one pick and take that guy and then take another good player with a ninth pick? Or do I want to move all the way down there? I might get extra picks. You know, I might get a couple of first rounders because it's going to take a lot to get up from an eighth pick or something like that. But if you just move down one pick and you take Marvin Harrison Jr., you guaranteed yourself a, an extra second rounder and first rounder from the commanders and you still got your guy. How far would Marvin Harrison Jr. fall? I don't think he goes past four. You don't think he goes past Arizona at four? No, I, I think Arizona's going with him at four. So they wouldn't draft an offensive lineman. You, you'd feel confident about them going at four? Yes. Because if he falls past Arizona, I can't imagine the Chargers going after him. Although at that point, you might just be in I think draft the, Chargers the best would take player him. mode. My biggest fear would be if New York trades up for number one. Who uh, are you talking about who's going to trade up? Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, if your goal is to get Marvin Harrison Jr., obviously you guarantee it at two. Yeah. But if if Washington were to move up, like whoever moves up to one is, is drafting Caleb Williams. More than likely. Correct. 100% confirmed they're drafting a quarterback. You're not moving that kind of draft capital up for Marvin Harrison Jr. He's a really good player. I understand that. But you're not moving that kind of capital up for a wide receiver. So one would be a quarterback. Two and three are just about guaranteed to be a quarterback with Washington and New England. It's just a question of then, how far would you have to, how or how high, I guess, would you have to stay? Like, could they trade to six, which is New York, and still land Marvin Harrison Jr.? Because that impacts what Washington would well, then have to give up so if you want to trade up. I don't think so. But I think the bigger question there is, what's the difference between Adunze and Neighbors and Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yes. And I think if you look at a lot of draft people, Yes, Marvin Harrison Jr. is viewed as this generational prospect, but Adunze and Neighbors aren't that far behind. I, I thought Adunze was the best wide receiver. It, it, it kind of comes down to what kind of receiver you want. You want a guy that's going to make plays after the catch? Neighbors is your guy. You want a guy that's a, a deep threat that can make contested catches? Then you know maybe it's Adunze, and obviously Marvin Harrison's pretty good at everything. So I, I think if they really want Harrison... I kind of think they have to do it with two and with Washington if they want to ensure that he's going to get them because I, I think Arizona is just going to look at it. They took Paris Johnson last year mm-hmm. as an offensive tackle, so maybe they could look to shore up the other side, but they have, what, Beecham on the other side? So I, I think they're okay on the offensive line. I think losing out on Hollywood Brown, because I don't know that they're going to bring him back, mm-hmm. they need a legit weapon for Kyler Murray because they're going to stick with him. So you've got to get probably the top guy in Marvin Harrison Jr. So I don't see him going past four. But again, I think the bigger question is, okay, maybe we're not going to get Marvin Harrison, but I'm willing to deal with the Giants if I'm Chicago, if I think Adunze and Neighbors are pretty close, and that package I'm going to get going from one to six is a lot bigger than one to two. It feels like the Giants moving up to one would be a doomsday, right? It, It seems like it, but again, we saw this last year with Bryce Young. I don't think that he's as good as what Caleb Williams is as a prospect, but who's he going to throw the ball to if you draft Caleb Williams at one and he gets put out in Chicago? Darren Waller's still there, but they don't have good wide receivers. So I I almost think that, too, 
I mean, as much as they want to look at it and maybe take a quarterback, they're kind of stuck because all the reasons that we talk about wanting to have a quarterback on a rookie deal is negated by the fact that they're paying Daniel Jones. Right. So it, it kind of almost, to me, if I'm the Giants, you might want the quarterback, but you're almost in a bad enough spot right now where you just sit at six and take the best guy because I, I don't know that you can really, I don't know that drafting a guy that's really good negates all the bad that's already been done with Daniel Jones. And I think he can be serviceable enough. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy, but no, I'm not a Daniel. I Jones think if you're sitting there at six and you're looking at neighbors, you're looking at Adunze, you're looking at Marvin Harrison Jr., I think you just sit there and say, I'll take whichever one's available there. So because you are open to trading up, I am not. I do not want to trade up. I think you're in a good spot at two. I like all three quarterbacks. I think you'll be fine. But because you are open to trading up, how much is too much of a, of a request from Chicago? I think anything more than a two and a one. And I would do everything if I'm Adam Peters, even if it means giving up more of a volume of picks, to not give up the one. Because I really would like to avoid a situation that Carolina's in. Carolina last year trades up to number one. They give up an extra one, and that number one turns into the number one overall pick. And, you know, I, I think it's an interesting conversation. If you're Carolina, would you trade Bryce Young for Caleb Williams? I think the answer is yes. And so mm-hmm. you're in a difficult spot there where you you went for that year's quarterback. It didn't work out. So if I'm Washington, I'd do my best not to do it. But I think the question that if you're Adam Peters that you have to ask yourself in that draft room is – Am I going to feel foolish if Caleb Williams is the guy that he's been hyped up to be and I wasn't willing to give up the second and a first-round pick for him? Because I think you'd look around the league, maybe a Trevor Lawrence, if you want to throw him in there, maybe a Justin Herbert, whatever. That caliber of quarterback is what they're talking about Caleb Williams being. If you think that he's that much better than Drake May and Jaden Daniels, and that's five years from now, and you look back and say, I really wasn't willing to trade the second overall pick with a second round pick and a first round pick next year to move up to get the guy that is a clear upgrade over the guy we ended up taking, then I think that's foolish. So if they view him as that much, I would do everything possible not to give up a first, but I think anything more than a two this year and a one next year is too much. But again, I think you have to ask yourself if you think it's something where five years from now, this guy ends up being a stud and you look back and say, it wasn't that much of a price, in all honesty. You're in a spot where you can do it. If you're picking fifth, it costs so much that it's that RG3 type haul, then yeah, that's something that really sets your franchise back. But to me, I I think you're in a spot now where if you view him as that much better, but it has to be a big chasm, right, to do this. Like if if you view view Caleb Williams as tier one and Drake May and Jaden Daniels aren't tier two, but they're tier three behind what Caleb Williams is, Mm-hmm. then yeah, go get Caleb. But if you view it as Caleb Williams is a 10, Drake Mays a, a 9.5, Jaden Daniels is somewhere in there too, then you stick where you're at at two and take one of those guys. If that is the case, that final thing you just described, which I think is the case, that these guys are closer than maybe some people would suggest. One thing I have grown very tired of already, we're like it two, three weeks really into like the full draft <laughs> it's zone. It's going to get worse. The term generational talent, I think is thrown on way too often. Oh, 100%. I like Caleb Williams. I do not think Caleb Williams is this generational once in a lifetime talent. I, I would say that Andrew Luck was because he came in and immediately made a, a bad football team good. 
But I think generational talent is thrown on weight. Like Trevor Lawrence got that. I don't. I don't know if Trevor Lawrence was generational. I was really good in college. Yeah. I don't think it was generational. I think that phrase is thrown around way too frequently. Way too frequently. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's something where we try to go over the top with all these guys. You hear generational about everybody uh, at least once a year. You know, it's, right. <laughs> there's at least one guy. Chase Young was generational, right? I mean, there's every single year there's at least one guy. So uh, not everybody can be generational. I, I agree on that. But I think the talent that you see with Caleb Williams, to me, the fix is a lot easier than the uh, the other stuff you see with some of the other guys. To me, Caleb Williams, you can talk about the off-the-field stuff. That's a real conversation with him. I'm not as worried about that as everyone else. To me, if you can fix him playing on schedule and playing a little bit better within the structure of the offense, to me, that's the big thing. You fix that, superstar written all over him. I think with the other guys, there's a little bit more that you have to work on. And not saying they can't reach superstar potential, but I see it way easier path to superstardom for Caleb than I do the other two. And so to me, like if Caleb Williams is a 10, I still like Drake May. I still like Jaden Daniels, but there is a clear jump where I'm probably around a a nine, a 9.2, somewhere around there with a Drake May, Jaden Daniels, where it's a big enough jump that I'm willing to give up a little bit to go get Caleb. Are you bothered by the fact that he wore a dress? No. No, I, I saw I, I saw the junkies sent that out to me. This is the thing. If you're going to do all this extra stuff and this has to weigh into the decision, you just better be good. You better be that much better on the field. I worked in Milwaukee for a year. I've had family in Wisconsin for a long time, and they obviously had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. My thing is you can be a headache off the field, but you better be a darn good football player on the field. Right. And so if you don't want to deal with the headache, that's fine. Take Drake May, Jaden Daniels. But I really do think he's that much better of a prospect that I would take that chance. All right, well, we will take some of your phone calls, 800-636-1067. Continue talking quarterback. Toby likes Caleb Williams. He also likes Drake May. I'm a big Jaden Daniels guy. We might have gotten a clue as to who Cliff Kingsbury likes. You'll hear that that uh, that clip next when we get back here. It's a Sports Junkies, Detonate, Toby Altsizer, in on 106.7, the fan of the Team 980. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, the Chiefs quarterback. That'd help. Uh, no. Um, 
I do think the game, as you can see, you watch those guys, Brock and him at the end, like when the money's on the table, you got to be able to make some plays um, with your feet, move around enough to escape a bad play. And it doesn't mean you got to run like Lamar or Kyler Murray, but you better be able to move a little bit and um, buy yourself some time because the, the D-line, the rushes, the defense these days are so good. And, and then the intangibles, you know, you want that player to be the hardest worker on your team. You want him to lead those guys. Um, each and every day when, when he shows up in the building, you want him to lift the building up, and um, that's why those guys make the type of money they do. That was Cliff Kingsbury at his introductory press conference. He doesn't give us much, Toby, but that was one of those tidbits that actually had a little bit of substance. It's the Sports Junkies on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. Denton Day and Toby Allsizer in for the junks. They're back tomorrow. They get President's Day off. Toby, I listen to that comment, and I say, well, clearly, clearly Cliff Kingsbury is all in for Jane Daniels, <laughs> like I am, right? He wants a quarterback that can move. Jane Daniels can move. This is a done deal. Let's just draft Jaden now. Honestly, I think all the quarterbacks, just about all of them that are available in the first round fit the bill for this because he mentions it doesn't have to be Lamar. It doesn't have to be Kyler. Mm -hmm. He just needs him to be mobile. And maybe all the quarterbacks, the top three, I think all fit the category here. I think that J.J. McCarthy, if you want to throw that in there, fits. I think Bo Nix can fit there. I think the only guy is maybe Penix. Penix, yeah, Penix and, and I think not. Penix could, but he's been injured so much that's kind of been taken away. So I think that all these guys fit the bill. So I saw a lot of people on Twitter go exactly where you went then. Like, oh, this has got to be Jaden Daniels. And that's not the case because one thing that seemed to be crazy through this process is this idea that people think Drake May is just a statue in the pocket. And you have not watched Drake May if you think that's the case. Right. Now he's more of a pocket passer than the other two, but he can move. Like, you watch plays, and I've talked about this yesterday. When we throw out player comps, it doesn't mean we think that he's that guy. But he looks and plays similar to him. Looks like Herbert at times. Looks like Justin Herbert. And when you think about Herbert, you don't think run first quarterback, but the guy can move when he needs to. That's Drake May to me. So this idea that he can't move, this idea that he's a statue is wrong. He fits the bill for what Cliff Kingsbury's looking for. I think any uh, modern offensive coordinator is looking for a guy that not necessarily is running for first downs all the time, but you think of a situational scrambler. Patrick Mahomes isn't the fastest guy on the football field, but fourth quarter, you got third and two, or you saw it in the Super Bowl, fourth and one, he can make a play with his legs. That's Drake May. Jaden Daniels is more along the Lamar line where you can run the design quarterback keepers and different things like that, but Drake May can still get out and move. So it's clear you're on the Drake May train. You're a Drake May guy. Caleb Williams, my top guy. We talked about that. Yes, yeah. Drake May would but be my second. But at number two, yeah, assuming they don't move up to number one, staying at number two, Drake May would be your guy. I would take Drake May, but it's not like it's uh, head and shoulders. To me, head and shoulders is Caleb. And then I would go, what, 55 60% to Drake May if we're going 100% between the two of Jaden and Drake. And then the other bit, 45 40% goes to Jaden. I'm fine either way. I think both are a good pick. It's more about development, but if I had to choose personally, I would go Drake. Is there anything that could take place between now and the draft that would sway you in favor of Jaden? Because the, fil the film has already been watched, right? Like, there there's nothing yeah. that's going to happen in terms of actual football between now and then that would change it unless you care about, like, the size of a guy's hands. No, I, I, don't, I, I don't like to be that guy. I don't like to have things sway. The only thing that could change my opinion is something that I can't be a part of, and that'd be the conversations with Cliff Kingsbury. If he thinks that he can build an offense – better around Jaden Daniels than Drake May, then great, take Jaden Daniels. Like, you know, when they talked about hiring Cliff Kingsbury, they talked about going to get whatever quarterback he wants. If he wants Jaden Daniels, you take Jaden Daniels. I have been a Jaden Daniels guy since before the season started. 
I do a weekly hit would be Mission Finley. I told him, I was like, LSU is going to win the SEC. And I didn't think LSU was going to win the SEC because I like Brian Kelly or because of that defense, right? I like Jaden Daniels. And I've been a huge fan of him since he was at Arizona State. So the idea of drafting him in Washington is incredibly enticing to me. I love everything that he would provide. I think of the quarterbacks, his ceiling might rival that of Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. I think Caleb Williams right now has maybe a slightly higher ceiling because of the Mahomes comparisons, but there are things that Jane Daniels has the capability of doing as he gets more mature. When I say mature, what I mean is, is he learns to slide and he learns to get out of bounds (laughs) because it is no secret that he took a lot of hits in college, but my biggest sticking point for Jane Daniels has been that after the game against Missouri that LSU played, which was in early October, he got hit. He got destroyed in that game, to be honest. He leaves for a possession or two, and he comes back in. There was a noticeable difference in him protecting himself more as the season progressed. I think that was really crucial. I love to see quarterbacks in real time learn, make adjustments, and in this instance, protect themselves. So I'm a Jane Daniels guy for that reason, but I do agree with you in the state that I don't think that Cliff Kingsbury was exclusively saying Jane Daniels there. Just because he named quarterbacks that can run, Drake may had over 1,000 yards rushing in college. Yeah. Like this guy, Michael Penix, last year had like 11 yards rushing in that this Heisman caliber campaign, right? So like one of those guys is a legit statue. The other guy played quarterback at UNC. The dude can run. And I actually think, I think Drake may might actually fit Cliff Kingsbury better. I'm a Jaden guy. But Drake May might fit Cliff Kingsbury better because he is a natural when it comes to delivering the football on time, and he has a rocket arm. A rocket arm. And here's my thing. I love Jaden Daniels. And if I thought they could develop him into being a passer that can reach that level that can win you a Super Bowl, then I'd be a little more on board. I just think that there's a little more development that has to be done there with Mm Jaden, and I'm not so sure they can get there. Because you look... and. Again, I hate player comps because I think sometimes it puts an unfair expectation on a player. But you look at a guy like Lamar Jackson, who you know gets thrown around when they talk about Jaden Daniels. And I don't know that Lamar is winning a Lombardi until he can match that same sort of level as a passer as a Patrick Mahomes or at least get close. Right. And so you might have all this extra ability that you can get with Jaden Daniels. But can you, when it comes down to it in January, be a nuanced enough passer from the pocket to win football games? I question that with Jaden. He might be able to. He, I think, again, he get, he doesn't get the credit he deserve, deserves as a pocket passer. But I just don't know. And it's the same thing with Drake. Like, he has to be developed as well. I'm not saying that he's you right. know, fully going to be that guy. But I just think that if I had to choose between the two, I think that Drake can be a better product as a pro- pocket passer. I think that Jaden would be more electric, but I would go with Drake May. If you were exclusively a box score reader, you would hate Drake May. Because some of those box scores was like 12 of 27 for 300 mm-hmm. yards. And it's just like, what is going on on the football <laughs> field? But if you watch if you watch him and you see some of those intangible things, life starts to make a little more sense. We got an open phone line for you. Denton, Toby Altsides, we're in on the junkies. 800-636-1067. What should Washington do in the draft? Toby is okay with them trading up. I am not. If they stay at two, Toby's a Drake May guy. I'm a Jaden Daniels guy. What say you? Let's start with Steve in Fairfax. Steve, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Uh, I'm with Toby. I agree. I think you draft Caleb 
Uh, you identify as your guy, then you go get him. Just plain and simple. It's what KC did uh, when he got Mahomes. And I would also say that you know the Bears are in the unique position that they are pretty much holding the you know the draft hostage. For argument's sake, let's say they they end up trading with Washington from one to two, they can trade again from two to three like with the Patriots or two to six with the Raiders and keep stacking first round picks. So, and then I think the, the final final piece could be also that Caleb. Just tell the Bears, I don't want to play for you. I'll go back. I'll go back to UNC. You know, I'll sit. I'll sit out of here. Uh, it, it's I too late it's, to go back to USC. You can't go back now. Yeah, exactly. But the rest of you, please continue. Uh, I mean, I I would just say that he he again, if he really holds the draft hostage and just says, I don't want to play for Chicago. I'd rather come home to DC. Uh, and then the Bears literally could just start stacking their picks and start doing what they got to do. Again, you identify the guy. He's your kid. Take him. And, and the price. Prices, the price is what the price is. It's the cost of doing business, but every everything starts with a QB. Everything starts with it. And there's nothing else that matters. Yeah, yeah, you see, you're 100 right. We appreciate the call now, Toby. Because you are pro trade up, would it bother you if if uh, Caleb Williams says I don't? If he openly comes out here and says I don't want to play for Chicago, would that rub you the wrong way at all? Kind of feels like it would, but Eli Manning did it, and it worked mm-hmm. out fine for both organizations. So. I don't know that it's that big of a deal, honestly. Like, it would be a change of things, a change of scenery that he would want to come home, and of all places, it'd be to play for the Commanders. Like, <laughs> that's something that we haven't had happen. So, at the same point, I wouldn't hate it because it'd mean you want to be here. Right. Let's go to Andre in Manassas. Andre, you're on the junks with Denday, Toby Altsizer. Hey, gentlemen. Good morning. So, I guess I would trade down. Um, listen, I haven't watched a lot of these films for any of these three quarterbacks, but I did listen to the, the, the Logan Paulson podcast like this weekend with um, Fred Smooth, and they did some you know dummy draft picks and stuff like that. To me, it was very insightful. You know, ultimately, the, the knocks I heard of all three quarterbacks, um, you know, everyone used to say, you know, Sam Howell took a lot of sacks in college, and that's one of the, you know, he, it translated into NFL. And, you know, something I didn't know about um, your boy in USC, he had like 15 fumbles. Um, in his career as a quarterback. That, that's a lot. And, you know, Drake May, um, Logan Paulson wasn't really pumped about his arm strength. He was. He had some questions or concerns about that. And McDaniels, you know, yes, he's fast, but you know, the concern was he wasn't really quick. And obviously he's very slight. 210 um, takes a lot of hits. And, yes, fast, straight-line speed. But that, that wiggle that sometimes people would want to compare him to Lamar, that, that just doesn't exist. So at the end of the day, you know, I, my takeaway was all these quarterbacks have some major flaws that I don't know if they warranted the first round pick. I mean, obviously that's just me. I'm just a fan. I'm not, you know, I don't have to make this big decision, but I would much have rather, I would much rather, you know, trade down. I'm not saying not to take a quarterback. Obviously we need a quarterback. We need some competition from Sam. We need to see whether um, we, we need another quarterback. I just don't know with these uh, major flaws these guys have, whether or not they can completely eradicate them before they get to the league. I, I, I doubt it. Um, but um, that's, yeah, that's my two cents. And, and take it easy, guys. Hey, Andre, appreciate, appreciate the call. I would push back and say that Jane Daniels has a wiggle. He's, he is much. He's more straight line runner, though, than like, like Lamar. I would say he's closer to Lamar than he is Robert Griffin. Because like RG3 is a straight line yes. runner. I would say he's closer to Lamar than he is to Robert Griffin. Yeah, I think he's somewhere in between there. Right. Maybe maybe he's closer to Fields. 
Yes. Because I would say Fields is between him and Lamar Jackson. Not much power, obviously a slight frame, a little wiggle, but definitely more of a straight line runner than, you know, Lamar Jackson can shift. Here's my thing. One, what he said, yes, all these guys have flaws. And that's going to be the case with any quarterback prospect. But they also have a higher upside than any other of the quarterbacks in the draft. So Mm -hmm. you can trade down and take Bo Nix. That's fine. You're not going to reach the ceiling if you have if you had Jaden Daniels, you're not going to reach that same sort of high peak. Right. And this is what I want to reiterate. I think this goes throughout the whole draft process with these quarterbacks. I think any one of these guys can be a pro bowl, all pro caliber quarterback. It just is going to depend on development. So whichever one they take, it's on these guys to develop them. And I think whichever guy it is can be the right pick. What should Washington do at quarterback in the NFL draft? We got a line open for you, 800 636 1067. You can both tweet at myself, at the Denton Day and Toby Oldsizer, at Toby underscore Oldsizer. What should Washington do at quarterback? Your calls when we get back. It's the Sports Junkies on 1067, the fan of the Team 980. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or. I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.